Hey there, sacred friend. You're listening to the Crystal Shaman Life Podcast, and I am your host, Lori A. Andress. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life and reconnect with your authentic self. It's a place to discover your voice of inner wisdom and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring how to bring crystal medicine, ancient spiritual practices, ceremony, ritual, and soulful travel into your everyday life. Grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Hey, hey, hello, my sacred friends. I am Laurie Andrus, and welcome to this week's episode of the Crystal Shaman Life Podcast. Hey, today we are going to talk about crystals in the moonlight. And as we dive in, I'm curious, are you a yay, a nay, or somewhere in between? A person who places your crystals and stones out in the moonlight when you feel called to. All of these options are absolutely perfect, and there's really great reasons on both ends as to why why one would and why one wouldn't. But today in this episode, I want to share with you some of the reasons that I do and what I what my experiences are, what stories have emerged and the way that I perceive what the crystals and stones are asking for. And maybe that'll influence you in the future. Maybe it won't. Maybe you will just feel inspired to get curious for yourself. And I guess that's really my goal with all of these episodes to to inspire a little bit of curiosity within you to be a bit of an experimenter, to be an explorer, to be an adventurer, to get creative and um, and allow yourself to find your truth. What works for you? There's so many great resources in the world of shamanism, in the world of crystals and stones, in the in the, the areas of spirituality. And ultimately, I think my in my opinion or in my experience, I feel like those resources are opportunities for us to to step outside of our own boxes, the own our own containers that we've we've created, we've adopted, we've put, you know, around ourselves through culture and society to to break them open and step outside and go, okay, what do I really think for myself? What do I, what is my experience? What are, um, what is coming forward for me? And that's really what I want to inspire within you is that, that, um, that, that, inspired energy within to like activate this call to say, ah, yes, I'm going to get creative and discover what feels right for me. And I think this is a fun place to play. I think crystals in the moonlight are really fun, like a fun way to experiment and work with our crystals and stones and get to know them in a new way, to get to know what they really um, how we relate to them, how they relate to us, how they relate to to all facets of creation. Yeah, I, I love to explore that. That's something that just really lights me up. So we're gonna play with that right away and we're gonna we're gonna talk about that 
as we dive in. So I think I had said earlier that um, full moon is this week. Yep, we're nearing on full moon. So you have an opportunity right now to begin playing with this, okay? Um, so, you know, years ago, the notion of placing my crystals and stones in the moonlight was really... Um, brought into my awareness because through books where there was where there were conversations around cleansing, clearing and charging the crystals. Now those seem to be the three central reasons why people often put their crystals and stones outside in the moonlight, um, stuff like that. And great reasons, absolutely great reasons. But I think what's really important is that to like have in your awareness is to really know, is this the way that uh, your crystals want to relate to you? And do you relate to the moon? Do you have relationship with moon? So everything in from the shamanic perspective, in my opinion, is about relationship. How are we relating with all of life? How are we relating with all of creation? And all of creation includes the universe, the stars, the moons, the crystals, the stones, the birds, the animals, the plants, the earth, <laughs> you know, like everything, including people, the structures, the systems. How are we in relationship with them? And where are things working? Where are they not? How can we um, attune to that, to what we're experiencing through new perspectives, through new lenses? And the stones really are great allies in really opening up and shifting our perspective, allowing us, um, supporting us really in seeing things a little bit differently. So back to that place of, you know, clearing, cleansing, charging the crystals and stones. Clearing and cleansing, you know, very often um, people talk about how crystals and stones carry energy from one person to the next, from one, from a store, from a mine, from a location. And, um, and that that energy, you know, by the time it comes to us, um, we very often, it's a, it's a great thing to clear our crystals right away. I believe that. I really, that is something that um, I think is really important when we are, we are getting, you know, our crystals and stones. Now, a lot of stores, a lot of jewelry artists, um, a lot of vendors are really conscious and mindful about how their crystals and stones are cared for, how they are taken care of. Um, a lot of places do cleansing on a regular basis. So, so we receive our crystals and stones very often in high vibe, amazing energy ways. Like they show up and we go, oh my gosh, it feels yummy right away. But, uh, but that's not always the case. And I've noticed this in particular when I would go places like um, Tucson, the Gem and Mineral Show. And, you know, I've had a lot of different experiences there where I walk into, you know, from one vendor to the next where things just feel alive and connected and honored and like there's this mutual honoring type of energy. And then there are places where the crystals just quite frankly feel sad. I know. I'm giving them an emotion. <laughs> and emotions are very human, but um, but it, you know, it's the feeling that is um, triggered within me 
within certain places. And one such place that's coming forward for me right now that I'd like to share, there's a little bit of a story with this. Um, it was my first trip to Tucson for the Gem and Mineral Show. And on that trip, I was just like, Oh my goodness, I was so excited having such a blast and just in the place of complete discovery and in awe of the specimens that were there and the 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 massive massive geodes and stones and you know it, it like it just left me in awe moving from one booth to the next to the next to the next. Well, as I was moving from one booth to the next, I came across a booth where oh, the specimens were amazing. It was all amethyst and they were put together in, you know, beautiful pieces that you would see like in, oh gosh, a gorgeous living room, you know, like um, big tables and um, big, you know, big cathedrals that were, you know, eight feet high, um, just absolutely stunning. And the booth was so well lit. It was yeah, it was well lit. It was clean. You could tell that um, the vendor was regularly cleaning the space as people were walking in and out. You know, it's Tucson. Things get dusty. Um, it was it was just so pristine. And everything in that space, like, just appealed to my eye. And my eye was just, like, captured, captivated by this, um, by this booth. And then I actually stepped into it. And as I stepped in, my body felt something completely different, something that was not aligned. And I began to just like tune in, like, what is this? What is this that I'm feeling? What am I experiencing? And I began to hear this incredible sadness. Yep, I'm giving the emotion to the crystals. I began to hear and feel this incredible sadness within the amethysts. And I could hear this crying. It was like crying out for, um, for where they came from, wanting to return to the earth. Um, there was this deep energy of just sadness. And I had never experienced that so strongly before. I had experienced other things with crystals and stones, you know, other um, little things like certain ones light me up, certain ones, you know, don't. Um, but, but this entire section was just so intense. And I wondered what that was about. And, um, you know, I don't know that I really have strong answers other than that I feel like this experience for me was an experience that was uh, an opportunity to discover or learn or simply experience the uh, the ways that crystals and stones actually experience life, the ways that they hold energy, the ways that they carry story, the ways that um, they respond to, to life and to experiences. And where we tend to go, oh, you know, it's a non-feeling type of um, object. It's, uh, it's something from the earth. You know, we have all these other things that we put around it. But it was just so profound to me, the, the sensations there, that I couldn't dismiss them. Um, and I feel like it was one of those opportunities that allowed me to, to really understand 
the energy of the crystals and stones in new ways. So I want to share that with you because I think often we get dismissive of, you know, where, where they came from, the energy that they hold, the energy that they carry. Um, there's, there are a lot of beliefs around it being unnecessary to clear or cleanse our crystals and, um, and that they're, that they're self, self-generative, that they are able to regenerate. And I really find that um, I understand where that comes from. I understand the science aspect behind it. Totally makes sense. And I also know that everything carries energy. Every object carries energy. And crystals are no exception to that just because they have their own innate vibration. Their vibration can be affected by life, by our experiences, by the things around us, by who holds them, by the stories that they carry. It's why we work with them. Beyond beyond the science, there is a capacity to truly be an ally for us on our life path, in our life journey. So when we look at it from that place of, you know, our crystals and stones can hold intention, they can work with us as allies, they can support us in coming into harmony and alignment with our own intentions. Um, They can reveal messages to us, um, each one having, you know, different energy, different things that they share. Um, it's really important to have an awareness that my when I work with a stone and then I pass it off to someone else without clearing it in between, and it's been an ally for me, it's going to carry a bit of a residual energy as it moves to the next person. And the same is true when, when, you know, when each of us passes something on. Um, so having an awareness around, you know, those relationships and um, getting to, to really, oh, ha- yeah, have an awareness around that. Now, the moon to me is a really powerful way to do that kind of cleansing, clearing, um, charging sort of thing. Now, often when people talk about charging, um, there is you that word is used in a lot of different ways. Charging can, um, to some people that can mean that they are, um, like waking the crystal up to some people. It can mean that they are re-energizing it. Um, to some people, it can mean that they're focusing an intention into it. And I think what's important is for you to know, how are you using that word? What does it mean to to you. Um, in when people refer to it in the moonlight, often what they're referring to is allowing the crystal or the stone to be infused by the energy of the moon. So if we tune into that idea of allowing our crystal or stone to be infused by the energy of the moon, if we tune into that, that energy, the first thing that really comes forward is to have an awareness around what is our relationship with the moon. What is, how do we hold that energy? And how is, um, 
charging or placing our stone in in an opportunity to connect with the full moon going to shift the way we work with that crystal or stone yeah so it's all this energy of intention and awareness and understanding now if we're coming at it from the place of being um curious and experimental and exploring you know how is this going to affect us that that is creating space for or deeper understanding. It's creating space for us to understand new levels of relationship with the moon. So in general, um, when I work with the energy of the moon, I often think about, you know, the moon as being um, the great grandmother energy. It's divine feminine. It is wise. It's sage-like. And there's, there's a deep wisdom around the rhythms and cycles of life and beginning to create awareness and know how those live within myself. Times when there is expansion and times to let go, times to contract and go within and um, and having a relationship that's dynamic and healthy with all of those life cycles. So for me, when I place my stones with the idea of like charging them in the moonlight, I'm tuning into that energy. I'm tuning into um, how this is going to support uh, support myself, support the crystal in supporting me, you know, like and creating this relationship of more intimately understanding that cycle. Okay, the next thing I would love to talk about with regards to placing our crystals and stones in the moonlight is this idea of when we place them out there, it's like giving them a spring cleaning or a refresh. Yeah, you know, everything that, oh gosh, everything within our homes, everything within our lives, it it has energy. It contributes to the flow of energy within our homes. It contributes to our sense of well-being. And crystals are a key part in that. Yeah, whether you whether you use them on your mantle as gorgeous display pieces or they're in a little bowl next to your bed, you know, that um, is filled with yumminess that you bring into your dream time, or if it's your jewelry that you wear throughout the day, whatever way you work with your crystals, they, they carry an energy, they carry a vibration. And there are times when it is just fitting to do a little bit of a reset, uh, like a refresh, a spring cleaning, so to speak. And our crystals love to be a part of that. And when we bring them into that practice, we are um, bringing everything into this recharge for ourselves. We're renewing our own energy. We're refreshing our own energy. And great ways to do that is to literally get them outside. And I love timing this around a full moon because I will leave my crystals out for like a full day in through the evening, through the night, and then bring them in the next day. I know, I just really enjoy reconnecting my crystals and stones with the natural world. Yeah, I know as much as it feels like we are super connected with the natural world, in our homes, we're really not. There's a disconnect. There's there's electromagnetic you know frequencies flowing everywhere, from cell phones to computers to on and on and on. There are um, uh, 
social interactions, responses, energetic stories that unfold within our homes, and the, the items within our homes, especially our crystals, become connected with that. They feel those frequencies. They become a part of that. And when we aren't keeping our crystals and stones cleared and refreshed and recharged and renewed, we they can they can gather that density. They can become a focal point for that dense energy. Yeah. And so I love just putting them out in the moonlight and letting the moon just do its magic, letting them have a natural reset, a re a reconnect, an energetic reconnect. Okay, the other thing around this is very often um, when I'm working with crystals or stones, I have specific intentions for the piece that I'm working with. So often I'll have a specific necklace that carries carries an intention of something that I'm wanting to create or experience in my life. When I'm wanting to, you know, say, bring my expression of self to a new level, whether it's through painting or through playing my flute or um, allowing myself to speak my truth in situations where I previously was uncomfortable, or where I'm finding my own edges, you know, finding myself meeting an edge in life. I will work with a piece of jewelry specifically. This is where I often go because it's um, because jewelry is easy for me. I can always, I'm always wearing something. <laughs> um, so I often will uh, activate or charge my piece of jewelry with an intention. I will invite it to be an ally in whatever I'm trying to um, have a new relationship within my life. So it could be, you know, a necklace that is specific to uh, stepping into the next level of my work or bringing in clarity or focusing energy into um, an idea that's been kind of percolating in my mind, but hasn't quite crystallized into form yet. So I'll, I'll set an intention with a piece of jewelry and I'll wear it as an ally, bringing that um, thing into form. And then when I am ready, like if I'm done with that, once I've had a breakthrough um, or I move on to my next, you know, whatever my next step is, um, once I'm complete or in a transition, I will often place that piece outside, place that piece of jewelry outside in the moonlight, on the earth, and allow what I had for a focused intention to dissolve, to allow the stone to let it go. Yeah, very often we we are aware that we've had a breakthrough with a crystal or stone because, because the crystal or stone breaks or the piece of jewelry that it was in falls apart or um, we if we have a sacred object or a sacred talisman, something on it might break, giving us that physical awareness. And other times we just know, like, oh yeah, I have moved through what this was my ally for. And it is a really great idea to like place it outside and allow it to be cleansed, to be cleared and to be re-energized so that it can just refresh and have once again, be like a blank canvas ready to uh, show up in whatever way it is called to next. 
Now, we've talked about the cleansing, clearing, charging piece, right? Okay. Well, let's talk about a whole nother level of why would we place our crystals in the moonlight? And this is quite frankly, the one that's really got the most like juice and excitement. And one of the central reasons why I often place my crystals or stones in the moonlight and what I do, and it's, it's very, very focused in. So years ago, uh, four years ago already, um, a friend and I decided that we would place all of our crystals and stones in the moonlight. And this was in probably October, no, I think probably October or November. And we, we both did this gathered up every single crystal. Now, if you have ever seen, you know, like a bit of a selection of my crystals, you've seen a few, but there are a lot. We took every single crystal outside and it probably took me a couple hours to get them all out and onto my patio. But we put them all outside and we put them out with the intention of them communicating or connecting energetically. I know we're going way into woo-woo land right now with this. <laughs> but we put them outside with that intention. And, you know, I think part of, you know, my personal belief or personal experience and what actually unfolded as a result of doing this with, um, with this specific friend um, really created a deeper awareness around some of the things that we, um, that unfold on an energetic, spiritual level that are just beyond us, just outside of our um, awareness. And if we surrender and allow ourselves into experiences, so much magic unfolds. The key, the key where so many of us feel confronted, myself included, is often around that place of surrender and getting out of our own way. So know that I have a little playfulness around this. But um, anyway, what I wanted to share is that we both put out all of our crystals in the moonlight and we, we just invited them to connect and to create an opportunity for the two of us to connect. Now, my, my friend and I both live in you know different parts of the country. We hadn't seen each other in a couple of years. Um, and we were just really like kind of looking for an opportunity to to get together to step into ceremony together to to have you know like uh, oh i don't know just you know sister time to have some sister time and uh we we set them all out we had this evening it was really beautiful we connected the next day we talked about the messages that came forward in our dream time um some of the things that showed up and, and then we just, you know, put our crystals away and we just moved on. We just lived life, you know, like as, as we do, right? Um, we lived life. Well, one year later, almost to the day, we ended up having a phone call. And within a week, we were in Peru having ceremony together doing like sister things, hanging out, having sacred time together in all the ways that were beyond what we could have imagined. Now, you know, we could say that um, this was coordinated by the crystals. That's kind of what she and I <laughs> like to say. We could say that, you know, oh, it was just spontaneous, good timing, you know, just, you know, coincidence, you know, on and on and on. 
But I really feel like um, our crystal allies had a lot to do with that. They had a lot to a lot of play with that and um, opened up the space. And, you know, from every logical, practical way, planning a trip to Peru within a week is not how I typically plan a trip to Peru. <laughs> it's usually planned months in advance. Hotels are reserved. You know, time with medicine men and women is scheduled way out in advance. And we, we popped this together for the two of us within a week. And, um, it was amazing, absolutely amazing. So I think, you know, allowing ourselves to to open up that space for, for connection outside of our linear time and space, allowing ourselves the opportunity to connect with spirit beyond um, our little controlled places. And, you know, can we do that within our homes? Yeah, we absolutely can, but there's something really incredibly rich about um, the crystals directly reconnecting with the earth, being directly in the moonlight that um, just feels incredibly nourishing and revitalizing. I think my final thought as you know, we're coming to a close with this, um, and I don't know that, you know, my stories are any one bit persuasive and, you know, that's not really my goal. My goal is really to just open up a, a sense of wonder within you. But the thing I would like to leave you with is something that uh, Chris and I just really savor. Uh, especially during the camping season when we tend to be out in the wilderness and um, out in you know remote locations or by the lakefront and um, when there's full moon and we we have an opportunity to just simply sit outside and sit underneath the moonlight and sit within the experience and the energy of that that moon energy directly versus watching it out a window or um, peeking through the clouds or you know when we're when we have that opportunity to be there there there's an energy that's activated within us and that energy being you know a sense of revitalization renewal recharging within ourselves re-energizing um, there's a sense of feeling connected with this, with this vast universe in a, in, and with all of life in a way that is different than our day-to-day -day experience. The, you know, when we fall into our own routines and you know, the, the monotony or the mundane you know, experiences that we very often um, grow accustomed to, it's almost like there's a reset. And that reset is oh, incredible, awakening, energizing, uh, focusing, and it, it creates a sense of reconnection. And I want to invite you to, to tune in within yourself and discover where, where and what within your life creates that energy of feeling recharged, renewed, refreshed, reconnected. Where does that happen? What types of things create that? My guess is that your crystals and your stones will be recharged, renewed, reconnected, revitalized in similar ways. Let yourself play around, get curious, get creative, ask questions, discover, and most importantly, 
have fun. So with this, my sacred friend, I wish you an absolutely beautiful day. And as always, shine brightly. Hey, sacred friend. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Crystal Shaman Life. If you like what you heard and you'd love to hear more, subscribe to our station through iTunes. And you can help others find our station by giving us a couple stars, a favorable review, and sharing with your friends. I wish you a beautiful day. Shine brightly.